Think insurance is boring? Think again. Many experts say that insurance is the most powerful industry on the planet. So join us and discover why the Quarters Cast is making insurance super cool. Okay, welcome to the Quarters Cast. And my guest today is Hurricane H. And he is the president and founder of the EMBC TV Network, uh, which is a collection of uh, channels. And it's for podcasters, authors, and content creators, which I'm looking forward to finding more uh, about. And you've got uh, more than 27 years experience in the health uh, field, health insurance and managed care uh, field as a sales executive and founder. And so, you know, your kind of knowledge, I think, and expertise is uh, hard to come by. Uh, you know, you seem to be a real specialist in this area. And this is something I think a lot of people want to know about because um, it's a complex um, field. So if you can give us maybe a little bit of background on how you ended up where you are today. That would be great. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And um, yeah. yeah, so I have a very diversified background, that, as you alluded to. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the majority of the time of, you know, actually now it's 29 years. Wow. Uh, time, time flew. Uh, but, but yeah, so managed care, insurance, you know. So managed care is really a, a concept of insurance, right, mm-hmm. uh, for government programs. And uh, so it's really the insurance world, the managed care. It is part of health care. It's the payer side. But also, I mean, the sales side of it and uh, the business aspect and marketing and business development. So that's that's kind of like where I've been, you know, on my career path in, in, in one role, at least in one industry, if you want to call it that. That's the healthcare or insurance. You know, again, they're interchangeable for me. They're all the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I had other careers, you know, in parallel. I mean, I've been in real estate. I used to teach real estate, you know, law in New York. I've, I've dabbled with real estate as well. That's always been, I always, I believe in side, you know, hustles or, or like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, never put your eggs in one basket kind of concept. Okay. So that, that right. just, yeah, I, I believe that in this world, you have to have something. And not only it's an opportunity to learn more because you always learn and apply those additional learnings into whatever you're doing. And some of the skills are literally workable in both, you know, aspects of whatever I did, right? So training is part of it, you know, pitching is part of it, you know, investing, doing stuff. It's still part of sales and business. So you do the same. And um, one, about, about three years ago, just before COVID, literally 2019, there was a situation where um, um, I had uh, an opportunity. Well, I, I was challenged. I want to call it this way. I was challenged to... Um, uh, to to a concept and and what it was so I, I was the VP of sales and Medicare sales specifically and um, there was a an opportunity for us to be on a radio show so this is this is a story about the media and uh, so I had assigned someone to actually go into this particular radio show for an hour to talk about our benefits and so I was challenged uh, and the question was like well hurricane I mean Hisham at the time you know that I mean the hurricane but I'm gonna get to it right now uh, it's like what. Well, you're the VP. You're supposed to be on the show. I'm like, no, I'm the VP. I'm not supposed to be on the show. The best person to be on the show is someone actually that sells this on a day-to-day basis. And that's my best rep. And, you know, it's someone that can answer the question. Can I answer the questions? Probably I can. But when you have a team, 
the team, you know, is better than you in what they do, because that's where they do, you know, that's their job, right? That's what their expertise is. Just because I lead the team doesn't mean that I cannot do it, or that doesn't mean I'm the best fit. I mean, you know, you have people that have organization, you have a spokesperson, right? And when you have representative, that's what they do. So anyways, that was it. So I got a little annoyed about that. And I said, are you, are you questioning whether I can do the shows or, or the ability, you know, to just to, to make a decision? Oh, well, maybe you can do it. And, and kind of that's how I felt about it. I was like, oh, no, that's, that, you, you're wrong about that. <laughs> First of all, I've been on TV. I've been on radio, you know, uh, Spanish, English, French over the years, even Arabic, you know, TV. So since I was a kid. And so that's not a problem for me. And if you're talking about me being on a talk show, I think I can do that. Yeah. So I decided, <laughs> I, decided I decided, you know what, I'm going to prove this person wrong. And I started my own thing. And that was the actual idea. Now I needed, you know, that was just the motivator, I would say, or the motivation behind it. Uh, the idea was always lingering. I, but, and the, but that's the other thing. So I had already suggested to start a, a YouTube for the company. And I was kind of like, you know, um, met with some sort of a, like, ah, it's okay. We don't need it. It's not going to work for us. Okay. Because it, it was, if you're in a business, you want to be in a podcast, you want to be in stuff like this, right? But it seemed that they did not buy the concept. And I'm like, okay, that's okay with me. So between that first element and the second one of the challenge, I don't take challenges that easy. If you challenge me, I will meet your challenge up easy. <laughs> I will do my thing, right? And, but I needed, I needed also a concept behind it. And the concept was that I realized that there is the weather channel. There is a lot of news. There's a lot of stuff. But is there a health channel that people can watch and learn from? I have not heard of one. And uh, so why not, you know, start? Someone's got to start it. So might as well be me. And this is, you know, and so literally in, in, in December 2019, I started putting all the stuff. In January, I launched the radio. It's iHealth Radio USA. It's iHealth Radio. And, and the, the, the website is www.iHealthRadioUSA.com. Um, the exchange was not available the other way, so I had to do the USA. And also, I wanted to highlight it's based in the US. So that was it. And then uh, as I started doing the first show, I'm like, wait a minute, you know, why am I doing just audio? I can also do, you know, visual. So now the iHealth channel begun. <laughs> so now I have the iHealth radio and uh, the, the, the iHealth channel, both of them combined. And because uh, COVID came on, right? So that, that's just, just before, two months before COVID. As a matter of fact, the first show that, that I did, literally like a, a field report, it was on a cruise ship. It was just when when the crew when the, the COVID just began. I did also another one in New York City, Times Square, to see like how the feelings were, and then and then that that was like my first initial stuff. And then I started doing some sales talks, uh, you know, because that's my industry. So sales techniques, prospecting, all the stuff, and uh, insurance, managed care, broker. That was before even I started getting you know guests, and um, in that time. With COVID, my wife actually did, uh, you know, she's in the fitness. I'm in the fitness. She's in the fitness. That's just my, for me, it's my hobby. I mean, uh, I've been in martial arts all my life and I've been always trying to be fit. And I believe you, you have to have a healthy mind and body together, right? And spirit, the three of them combined. Anyway, so when, when the gyms were hit the hardest, you know, we converted, you know, our basement, you know, at least portion of it to a studio for her classes to continue because she was doing classes but you can do it because they were shut down. So, and since I already had the equipment for the podcast, well, for the shows, if you know, I didn't call it podcast because really to me it was talk shows, right? And, 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 and uh, channel, but I said, well, I can do this for you or we can, you know, create this so you can broadcast to people. And we started doing that. 
we had nothing. I mean, the basement was literally just, you know, we moved furniture around, you know, we had, you know, nice little TV set and all the stuff. And the TV is still there, actually. We use it now on, <laughs> on the show, but it was there. So we kind of converted stuff, moved things around, and we started immediately. I mean, before even people started doing virtual, we were already there. And so, and then we created our own brand at that point. So it, it, it became the Fit and Fab, you know. And so, and I said, well, the Fit and Fab channel, this doesn't have to be just for us. We can open it to other people. So now, fitness, health, wellness, it's all the same. So we started there. And then from that point on, every little, you know, event that happens, we create another channel that adds up with different themes and value. And they're all interchangeable as, you know, as I said before, they all kind of like tie in together. And that the uh, idea of health and wellness, because everything affects us. I mean, yes. your health is impacted by everything. So therefore your fitness, your oneness, you know, you, you know, you want to make people feel good inside out, upside down, whatever you want to call it, right. you know, that's the concept. Right. And so that was, that was kind of like the story of, of uh, hurricane age, you know, from the beginning to, to, well, I did kind of talk about the, you know, the overall experience in, in managed care and I can go back to it. And I'm sure we're going to do that. Uh, but that was like how we got into, you know, this, this concept and uh, three and a half years. And uh, for now, just about, uh, close to about a hundred thousand downloads, a few, you know, hundred K, you know, in, in, in views and, um, uh, you know, maybe combined about maybe 400,000, you know, followers somewhere in, in that range and wow. just in. And so, and again, so now, and I, and I evolved it into more, um, with guests and things. And then I realized that there are directories for people where people can, you know, list their podcast. I mean, Spotify and these things I'm doing too. But I realized like, well, but that's all. You can just list it. doesn't mean anything. Nobody's doing anything for you. So why not do something for people? And actually, since I have the platforms and I have the channels and I have the viewers and I have the audiences and I can feed to all these worlds. And I, so I am everywhere pretty much. And so my shows play everywhere. So if you want to catch a show somewhere, you will be able to see it visually or, or you can hear it audio somewhere on a, on, on a uh, podcast platform, on our own radio, or you can watch it on, on our websites. And we have a couple of them. And that's it. So that's that's the network. And he, in El Mighty, by the way, EMBC is El Mighty Media Broadcasting Corp, which is my last name. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Right. And it kind of rhymed because we wanted, I wanted something that that's like, you know, we know ABC, NBC, CBC, CNN, all those acronyms. So it came in nicely, you know, as the NBC network. So, so El Mighty Media Broadcasting Network. And so that's it. And, um, shrunk and uh, now we have an acronym for it too so it's it's the story behind you know everything that you've seen or heard okay yeah that's excellent when i was uh, researching you i came across that and i just i was quite excited because it sounds to me like you've incorporated a lot of the problems that new podcasters like this is the quotas cast is getting attention getting it out there getting great guests and that kind of stuff it seems like you've 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 offered so much more than just the directory. So I'm actually looking forward to signing up and using it because you've made it very affordable. You have a free option. You keep it under a hundred dollars per month. And it, it, from what I can tell you offer an awful lot. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Renee, I have to say, you know, I, I did the math and, you know, I, cause I, I bought all those services myself to, to, for, for, for my, my system. Right. And I, I know how much it costs to have, each one of those directories to get the premium stuff, right? And to be able to do all the, the big stuff, you know, it costs a lot of money. So for for me, I know how, how much it costs me a couple of thousand a month. And so to me, I'm already doing the work. And the idea is this is not about me. This is not about my channel. This is about bringing resources 
and opening up to the world all the information that's available. You are a resource. People are doing work, but they're not heard enough. Or they're not seen enough. Or they may be heard, but not seen. Uh, the idea is just that we're sharing to the world. As a matter of fact, the, the mission of my concept is very simple. Educate, enlighten, inspire, and motivate. And the motto is time to evolve. You know, so so we need to evolve, you know, beyond the, the standard, um, I guess, media has been around. This is the new media age. And it's different because it's not about news and just entertainment. It's about resource. And many people have businesses, again, DJs, authors, and you, these people are doing work out there. Some of them are making it through in different ways. One thing that I, I also experienced during the COVID time, for example, Facebook, if you're a DJ, you have copyright issues. You can't even play your music, right? You go to TikTok. So, so that was kind of like, you know, every time I looked at an opportunity, you know, an area where there's dilemma, I kind of try to figure out a solution for it. And again, it just, it, it got handy. My latest edition right now is actually what we call the bargains channel. And uh, it, it we just launched it about a month and a half ago. And, and the bargains channel is really like a QVC, you know, for the, the average business. <laughs> oh. You know, I mean, you know, because think about it, right? You know, th there's QVC. I love them. I mean, they're great. You can do your shopping there. There's the home uh, network, the home shopping network. They're huge. But but not everybody that has a business can be on those things. And, you know, here you can scale at any level, you know. And basically all it does is that, you know, you get your opportunity to feed into the, the, the network and your show is broadcasting across everything that I do. And therefore, you will be able to reach people and talk about your own products. I don't even have to be there. This is not something where I have to be interact. You can send me a video about your presentation and it will play, or you can be live literally with people and your phone number and your connection. The good news is this is not a daily activity because if the show, once the show is done, or your time is done on the studio, you will be recorded and obviously it will be replayed and played and played and replayed, you know, evergreen. So mm -hmm. you might get at least instantly, you may get leads, you know, a month later, you may get at least a year later because you, you know, as long as you're out in business, you know, out for business and doing business, you're going to get somebody. So again, that's another, you know, just to give you another concept that we added. So we started with health. <laughs> we went to fitness, wellness, glamour, and, you know, gaming. I mean, uh, my son, that's the other thing. Like, so my son and I were talking. It's like, well, you know, why don't you have your own channel? You know, you're a gamer. And so we created the gamers channel. So now he is, <laughs> he is playing on the gaming stuff. And believe it or not, all, all these things link because business is part of life. Um, money is part of life. And, you know, everything we do affects your health one way or the other. And so that's kind of like the concept. So I try to get a nice, you know, full 360 of all opportunities. And if I think of something else that I'm missing, I'll add another channel for it. That's all. <laughs> that's awesome. You're incredibly <laughs> ambitious. No, this is great. And let's get into the meat of uh, insurance specifically, because you have a lot of experience there and you're also clearly a great salesperson. So, and I also know 92% of people who get their insurance license fall off uh, within the first year. I mean, this industry is is very difficult to be very successful. And for most people, it seems that's from what I've experienced. So what kind of tips can you offer people? Um, maybe some specific examples in your experience. It's I mean, it's so extensive. What would you tell somebody who's starting out? Also, a few things just to, yeah. to I you're right. I mean, I've been in this space for the longest. Um, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I enjoy it. And um, on on the side note, I also have a, a brokerage agency. So basically, oh. for people, yeah, for people that actually we we recruit people and we have agents, 
And so I can tell you, you know, how hard, how easy, how difficult and what works and what doesn't. And so so it is a great opportunity. Uh, and insurance, obviously, there's more. I mean, we specialize in Medicare sales and like ACA and all those types of things. But in the insurance, you know, if you have an insurance license, I mean, you have different types. PNC, you can do live and health and you can do just health on, on its own accident and health. So we kind of focus on the accident and health, but we have products for life. Uh, and I'm not promoting here the agency itself. I'm just talking about like the concept, right? And uh, it is a great opportunity to make money. Uh, it is definitely something that's needed. I mean, everybody needs an insurance for their home. Everybody needs an insurance for their car. Everybody, if you have a business, you need insurance. Uh, if you're a tenant, you need insurance. And if you live, you need health insurance. <laughs> right. So, so at the end of the day, you need some sort of insurance. You know, car insurance is 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 a must. Health insurance is a must. So, so it just depending on how it is. The licensing itself is not difficult, as you know. I mean, people got to get a you know a course, depending on what course you need. Or multiple courses. If you're going to do multiple, you know, uh, portfolios and different, you know, opportunities like you know the PNC license separate, the accident health or live and accident health is separate, and you can combine those, and then now you can start basically becoming an agent or a broker, and you can work independently. Now there's two ways. Some of these folks, you know, that do the licensing, they can work for health plans. What? And, and by the way, it's funny. I said helplines. My agency's name is helplines, but I was referring to the helplines or the carriers <laughs> with okay. an S as opposed to with a Z. My okay. company is with a Z. So again, play on words, right? And <laughs> and so the concept is very simple. If you want a salary, benefits, and you want to get your feet wet into the industry, a good way probably to start is to get into you know a company. And not all the companies recruit captive agents, but in some of the bigger cities they do. Like, you know, uh, New York City, it's pretty common. All the health plans, you know, they have, a, you know, a staff that is dedicated to selling in the field. These are captive agents. They get a salary and a commission, you know, sometimes, you know, some bonuses and things like that, but they're really employees. And that's one way to do it. The other way is the standard way, which is more nationally, you know, acceptable. You know, you're doing your work somewhere, you get a license and start part-time to kind of add income value, right? Another resource of income. Yeah. Another revenue. I mean, people do it as, a, as an income stream, right? Uh, some people start part-time because, you know, you have to balance it until you get your feet wet and get ready, get the knowledge skills you need. There is a ramp-up time because you got to build your momentum. You got to know the business enough. In the health specifically, you need to understand what you're doing. Are you working with corporations for business or like, you know, employer groups and things like that? Are you working for individuals like in the Medicare space? What is your, you know, who is your, you know, uh, customer base and what, where you can meet them and so on and so forth. Your network, your business development skills have to get there. Uh, some of the opportunities that you have, for example, working with providers or working in the faith-based organizations or you're working with, you know, community organizations, doing events. All these things are multiple places where you can actually, you know, diversify opportunities and prospect and eventually, you know, thrive. Great news about insurance is if you're not a captive agent, and you are independent, it's almost the same. And I'll explain. Because if you add the numbers dollar to dollar, if you're a captive, yes, you get a salary base, and that's guaranteed, plus benefits, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But if you were independent, six or seven apps will qualify to that salary base anyway. <laughs> you know, so everything else, you're basically dividing it. If your goal is, let's say, 20 on, on the captive side, and you do the same 20 here, you're probably going to make the same money or more. What, but but the, the other caveat is that because you're in the insurance space and you're independent, now you have residual income. 
See, that's that's the part where people don't realize that it's not just one-time deal, it's a future income revenue. Right. And so, and then you tack on, it's really compounded year after year. And so after a couple of years in the business with a nice portfolio, you pretty much are good set because as long as these people are buying policies or alive in the case of Medicare, you know, you will get money, you know, from your previous sales. And you're going to maintain your members happy. If there is a change in the plan, you're going to move them from one product to the other, and that's it. But you will do that. So your one is probably a most difficult one. Your two gets a little harder or easier, rather, I'd say. And then in time, it becomes a you know, nice breeze, and you basically have four or five years worth of you know, income that is coming in, guaranteed. Whether you do stuff or not, you know, you're still going to make money. Now, this is not an opportunity to just quit you know, everything. Ultimately, you don't have to work for other places now because you have enough revenue. You've, you've basically matched whatever current situation you have now or even exceeded it. Let's say you're making 100000 Now you're making 200000 You don't need to worry about working for someone. You're independent. Right. Uh, there is an opportunity also of growth. You can open your own agency, mm-hmm. right? And, ha- and now have other folks, you know, teach people how to do it the same way you did it. And now basically you're giving them an opportunity to make money and you get overrides. You can still sell on the side if you wanted to, and you can still earn your money from the previous sales and you still get override for the sales of your agent. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot to do here and it's plenty of opportunity. Right. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> okay. That's good. Yeah. It's a little overwhelming, but it makes, it makes me think that you have so much going on, like creating the network, the TV network and creating this brokerage. There must be infrastructure that you can already tap into because I can't imagine that you could really coordinate and, and build all that really from scratch. So there must be larger companies that you're working with to make all this work. Is that right? Yes. Well, so so depends. <laughs> On the media side, none. <laughs> it's, really? It was literally from scratch. I mean, obviously, I'm using what's, what the systems are in place. And, mm-hmm. you know, I create my own system. But, I mean, I'm using platform, Facebook. I mean, social stuff that's already out there. Uh, but. In the insurance space, you are selling carriers, right? So, so you have to contract with carriers. So there's ways to do this, but for the easy way is to affiliate with uh, another agency, or in my case, because of the expertise and stuff like that, we we work with an FMO. Uh, FMO is field marketing organization, and basically, it is an organization that is you know contracted with health plans or carriers nationally or locally, and basically their job is to recruit, train, and basically produce for these plans, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's all they have to do. Now, an FMO is the highest ranking, and, and between FMO and agent, there's a whole levels that you can be, like a general agency, uh, MGA, SGA, so a lot of acronyms, but they all do the same thing, and there's overrides in between. And basically, the FMO contract with a carrier is a simple contract where there are rules and regulations and expectations, uh, there's a payment to the agency or the FMO for their admin work. And then there is, you know, uh, expectations in terms of compliance and so on and so forth. In exchange, instead of the carrier looking to hire their own people, they just contract with these agencies and they have the ones, they bring in a couple of thousand brokers that sell those products. They certify them, they go through the compliance process, whatever they need to, to do to comply. And then now they have agencies. Now, in my role, what I did is I created an agency under an FMO, and basically I'm almost like an FMO level, if you want to call it this way. But here's the difference. When you're an FMO, you're responsible for a lot more than if you're an agency, meaning I'm not responsible for the compliance piece and stuff. I'm responsible for compliance, being compliant. Right. 
but I'm not responsible to run the operations behind it. You know what I mean? Right. So there are certain things that we don't have to do. The FMO does. Okay. You know, the FMO is responsible and we are responsible to the FMO. So everybody's, you know, vicarious okay. liability. Everybody's kind of like connected. Okay. But instead of me worrying about the operations and running all that, having a compliance officer, blah, 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 blah. I don't have to deal with that. All I have to do is recruit, train, sell, produce. Done. Compliantly. Okay. And I, I, I keep right. using, I'm going to keep using the word compliantly. In insurance word, we are licensed agents. Our license, you know, it's a state license. There is, there is a, you know, a lot of stuff that goes behind it. It's not an easy, you know, course or like, you know, state exam, if you want to call it. These exams are pretty difficult to, to a degree. I mean, they're they're up there with the series seven and and and, and six and all those. So they're up there. And so when you get them, you want to maintain them. One. Right. Rule number one, then you have to do your CEs every two years. Um, and so that's one. And you have to be compliant because if you're not compliant, you know, you will not be able to work with with carriers because they'll kick you out. <laughs> that's <laughs> and right. That's it. And then if you can't sell the products, you have no products to sell, then you have no business, right? You, right. you can't do this. So that's it. So you have to maintain correctly. Uh, was that good enough? That's excellent. <laughs> that's excellent. I love it. So how long, I, I know the uh, TV network is fairly new. How long have you had the brokerage? The uh, brokerage was 2017. And and there's a story behind it too. So I was, <laughs> I, I was there's always a story, right? I, I, I was a chief sales marketing officer for a company. And then um, just to, again, I'm going to share with you. It's funny because when you work for companies, you never know what to expect. Uh, I was on vacation. I showed up. Literally, I flew in on Sunday night. Monday, I get called. We close in the company. Literally. That was it. Call everybody. We're out. Wow. It was exactly the same day. So Sunday in, I was like, you know, you should have just told me I would have extended my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and so so that was the end of it. And But I had a team. And the first thing, I'm like, you know, well, and we were close to the annual election period in the Medicare space, which is like, you know, October. And this happened literally in August. And there's not enough room between most of the plans. By that time, they already have staff in and, you know, okay. everything lined up. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult. So the idea was, let me create an agency so we all can make this AEP, you know, worth it and we can still survive and make enough money and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. At the same time, what I did is promote, you know, the reps and, and some of them got, you know, into a job. Some of them didn't continue to do with the agency. And that was the story behind it. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, great. It, yep. It, it, it was just for that. Okay. We've got uh, a little bit of time left, but I, doing my research on you, I noticed that in 2019, you filed a U.S. patent for a, an inflatable scaffolding. <laughs> I have yes. no idea how that, I have no idea how that fits <laughs> into everything else you're doing, but can you tell us that story? <laughs> it, it's a, an interesting story. So yes. I happen to, to live in, in a home where I have cathedral ceilings, high ceilings. And in 2018, I think it was a bad storm. And we had r- replaced our roof, and um, but but there were leaks into the actual house, and the ceiling had those stains, and I went to the Home Depot and everywhere to try to find a scaffolding to actually be able to go out there with. I mean, I had somebody to do it, but they could not do it, and to to really even lease one of those scaffoldings to bring them, it's a lot of heavy metal stuff and yeah. pieces, and to put them really in a living room, it's not as easy, and right. we even try to get the highest potential ladder that there is, at least an A ladder. Right. And and we couldn't find something that was high enough. So it was very difficult. So like, you know, and then I have, you know, my mom lives with me. She's an you know elderly and she lives on the second floor. And then at the time, like my an idea that I need to be able to do this. So I looked also at those, those um, 
what do you call them? The um, collapsible uh, scaffolds, where you, you like the lift. You see them, oh, like yes. scissor, scissor ones. So they call yeah. them scissor lifts. Yeah. So you see those, but they're heavy and they're like propane, and they're you can't bring that in the house. You will just you can't even get it in the house, right? right? So it's like, well, we need something portable. So an idea came. It was like, you know what? Why don't I just go and 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 inquire about this and make it an invention? And that's exactly what I did. So I did the research. I did all the the discovery stuff. You know, we we looked to see if there's anything similar, nothing. And then we basically put it, put the plans together and submitted it to the patent office. And uh, about a year, two years later, I think we got approved as, as a utility um, patent, 20 years. And um, yeah, and that was it. So the ILS was born and it's, it's a, a very portable concept. I have yet to license it. I've been actually trying to market it and try to get people to, 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 to get into the concept. Maybe someone will hear about it. And will be interested in the concept because I can see a lot of use for it. Not just, I mean, think about it. It's, that's why it's lift and scaffolding. You can lift up, you know, uh, pretty safe. You yeah. can carry stuff. You can go as close to the ceiling as you can. It is portable and inflatable. It uses inflatable, you know, um, stuff. So it's light also. Okay. Um, you can use a power outlet or a generator if you want. So it's got all these things and it's good. So that was it. <laughs> wow. Well, aren't you something? That, that, that's amazing. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, um, you know, I mean, you've got so many entry points into your work. So how, how can we, what would you, how would you like to tell people to get a hold of you? Well, again, I'm all over the map. <laughs> so, so LinkedIn, LinkedIn is, is, is an okay. easy one. Hisham Elan Mari, Hurricane H. I have two profiles. You can get there. If you go to health plans, myhealthplans.com, that's my other thing. If you go to the Fit and Fab channel, you'll find me with the fitandfab.com. You'll find me. We also have an actual cosmetic company. So that's organissimanewyork.com. So that's another one. So we're like doing different things. And these are all like, believe it or not, these were all side things. And until recently, I was still working in the corporate world. So, wow. Um, and, and, and this was all done part time. And my wife is doing some other work on the side. And that, that's it. So um, it, it is it is not had my, the easy way, like Hurricane H at mm -hmm. iHealthReadyUSA.com. That will be the email to get to me. But like I said, I mean, if you you can download the app and still connect with me you can go to the website i have a few of them as i said mm -hmm. the other one is www.embctvnetwork.com and uh, yeah you can reach out to 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 me anyway anytime for insurance for media for podcasting uh for for the the ils if you want to to talk <laughs> business there we sure. we're open <laughs> <laughs> excellent yeah, I will definitely be checking out more of your work and and probably using some of your services. That that network, TV network, really is very sounds very exciting. So, so thank you for all that you do, and thank you very much for speaking with me, Hurricane. I appreciate it very much. My pleasure, and thank you for making the time. I know it's difficult to to make it happen and squeeze in, but we made it. That's all. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. All right, have a great thank day. You. All you right, too. bye bye, bye bye.